everyone. Welcome to Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast. This is one of your two hosts, Donald Lutz, a.k.a. Lutzy. And this is another one of your two hosts, Franklin Fister, a.k.a. Frank. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Lutzy. Frank and I share stories from our combined 30 years of experience in professional baseball. And we also share some of our experiences from our combined 71 years in life. Yeah, we also host guests, uh, friends of ours, and we answer questions from the listeners who feel like asking stuff. Um, and while we do that, we basically play around and explore ideas that blend things we've learned from our time in baseball and with baseball um, with experiences in life and try to show how those worlds overlap for us and explore how they can help each other um, for us and others. And if you stay till the end of the episode, Frank also creates some music, which is amazing. So just make sure you stay to the end to check out Frank's songs. We plug into these episodes and enjoy. Thank you. Welcome, everyone. Uh, episode 21, Moving Through Life, the baseball podcast. This is a special one. Frank and I, we've been talking about milestones. At the beginning, we tried to hit seven. Uh, then we were like, okay, let's get to 14. Today's 21. We thought we'll, we'll, hit, it up with, we'll hit it off with a bang. We have a special guest. First of all, Frank, how are you? Doing great, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. And our special guest, uh, he's over in the States at the moment, doing a little bit of work. But... Uh, I think everyone probably knows the Mr. Sensei Ray Chang. Changer, how are you, brother? What's up, boys? Super stoked to be on, man. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yes. The Sensei. I've That's been amazing. a long time. Oh, yeah. The feeling for anyone. So just a quick, quick little intro. Ray Chang is the man. Um, <laughs> if you've been around Pro Bowl, <laughs> you know the name. If you've been possibly around, like, I'm going to be China, you know the name. If you, If you just know... Someone who knows baseball, you probably know Ray Chang. So, <laughs> Chang, welcome to the, to the show, first of all. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Thanks for the intro there. That was hot. Yeah, man. Uh, we wanted to start off for this in general. Our audience knows it's sort of like an educational podcast, but we also want to share some stories and like experiences. All right. So, if you could start off with a little story about like, I think, big leagues, involved the broken leg and yeah i think if you if you could share that story it would be amazing yeah man yeah i uh let's 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 go back down memory lane it's crazy but um yeah so it was 2011 i was with uh the twins up in uh, rochester we were playing the iron pigs in lehigh valley uh philadelphia's uh triple a club and um i uh i've been notified uh, before the game that I was going to get an opportunity um, to get my cup of coffee, finally, you know, after, what, eight, nine years. Real uh, quick, we, yeah. some, we sometimes have people don't, which don't know baseball. What's a cup of coffee? Oh, my bad. Uh, a cup of coffee is just getting your first uh, or getting an opportunity uh, to play in the big leagues. So we just call it a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. But, appreciate it. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, we were down uh, uh, just bodies-wise. I mean, we didn't have a lot of players on that on that AAA team uh, at that moment because we um, had a lot of ton of injuries and guys were moving up and down. And uh, so, you know, I, play, I was uh, in the lineup that night, uh, super excited, of course. Uh, family knew all about it. And uh, I was on cloud nine, you know, playing the whole game just – you know, thinking about obviously looking into the future, probably what I shouldn't have been doing, but, um, but I, I remember facing, um, uh, fire Ben lefty, uh, crafty lefty, uh, for Philly and one, two pitch first at bat, try to bust one inside on me. And I hit it out of the park and left, left center and Oops. running around just, you know, like I said, I'm, you know, thinking I'm going to big leagues. I'm going to big leagues. You know I mean? This is, it's unbelievable. Mm. So third inning rolls around. One two fastball tries to sneak another one by me, and <laughs> tries to sneak the cheese by the right. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, and then it hit one uh, out left field. And what was cool? Oops. What was cool about this home run? Obviously, it was my first time I've hit two home runs in one game. But uh, you know those um, targets they have in, in the outfield, right? You hit one through, or you hit it, and you win a fan. <laughs> lucky no man. way! Did you hit it? I hit it in the freaking target. Oh, no way. Unbelievable. Okay. I yeah, I have video MVP. proof and everything. Uh, oh, oh, boy. But I guess, you know, I found out later that I won some random fan $20,000 of Michelin tires wow. or like, um, you know. Dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so first time two homer game in my career. I win a random fan, $20,000 of Michelin tires. Uh, go out there in the sixth inning, and there's this lazy fly ball that's hit between me and the left fielder. Um, and it was uh, the left fielder's actually first time playing in the outfield. And so we're both going out there, and I'm, I'm Cadillacing it. You know, I'm, I'm feeling like a million dollars at that point. I'm hitting two home runs, and shouldn't i did something that i shouldn't have done and so i'm going out there i'm you know pimping this routine fly ball and i call it late he didn't hear me and he slid to do a pop-up slide to try to avoid me because he did eventually hear me late but by that time it was too late and uh his knee collided with my left uh leg or down below by my ankle and um you know, waiting for the pain to go away. I'm thinking, all right, maybe just a Charlie horse or, you know, whatever will go away. And I tried to put weight on and I couldn't do it. And, um, you know, still, still didn't still trying to think positive, whatever, go back in the mm-hmm. trainer's room, take off my sock. You know, there's an indention down there. Um, still trying to think positive, go to the hospital. And then, you know, that moment struck, you know, when I finally knew that, um, you know, something bad had happened and, you know, the x-rays came back and, and, uh, you know, had a broken leg. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah it, it was crazy, man. I mean, I, you know, without getting too much details, I mean, I, I went, obviously went back to do rehab in, in Florida and, you know, you guys know what the environment's like in Florida during, you know, the summertime. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's just to the field, rehab for an hour, come back, you know, lay in your room with, you know, by yourself. And all that, all that after you're like, I'm in the big leagues pretty much. Exactly. And, you know, what made it, what made it, what made it hurt worse was, 
was, you know, when I got called up or when I was getting called up, it was going to be in Kansas City, in my hometown, you know, 15 minutes from can the I, house. Can I call a timeout? We do have timeouts. Like we're in the box. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know all this. So first of all, I want to say I'm glad I got the opportunity to share the field with you, I think, 2014 last time. Because uh, I know a lot of people which would have gone through that. They wouldn't have come, like, I don't know, like the way you came out of it. Amazing. Appreciate it, Don. Honor's all mine to share that feel with you, buddy. That was fun. That was a fun two years. Uh, that was amazing. But um, Hey, Ray, yeah. Ray, could you remind me, how many years had you been playing in the minor leagues when that happened? Uh, that was my eighth year, I believe. Did you say eight? Yeah, eighth. Yeah, eight. eighth year. Yep, seven, eighth year. So yep. Eight years grinding. And were you with the Twins the whole time? No. So I started with San Diego for four, got released, then went to uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, then went to Boston and had my best year with Boston, and that's when the Twins picked me up in uh, eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Cool. Yep. So, but um, dang man. But yeah, so you know, I'm 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 sure. I'm one of the. That's like a week week. Uh, or I'm sorry, it was like three or four days into it, um, in 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 Florida, and I'm laying in my hotel room, you know, crutches, you know, cast, whatever. I turn on the freaking Twins Royals game, right? And uh, this is poor salt on the wound, but the, so the guy, so when I got hurt, they, they had to call up another infielder and they call up, you know, uh, this player and uh, they're at Royal stadium. And then all of a sudden they, the, 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 the you know, they, um, they take it away from the game and they go to the stands and um, they're interviewing this player's parents and wife, you know, about, uh, you know, the, the first time, you know, their son's going, you know, at the big leagues, you know, which the whole time, of course, I'm thinking, you know, shit, you know, that's, that's me, you know, that's, that's me right there. That should be me. That should be my parents. That should be, you know, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that should be your moment. Oh my God, dude. I, yeah, as soon as it I, was. you know, I, I watched, I watched it and then I turned it off and I just, I, I, I chucked the remote across the freaking room as hard as I fucking could. And then, and then the waterworks, yeah. you know, came out. You know, I just couldn't control. And you, you got a strong arm too. So it's, it's, poor remote. Poor yeah, remote. arm was still healthy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I threw a sidearm too, as you guys well know. But um, as you did on the run, <laughs> but you weren't running. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 man. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But yeah, um, so that was tough, you know. I mean, then I was like, you know what, you know, if they were gonna give me a chance, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurry up and come back, you know, and I. I came back too soon. You know, I, I told a bunch of, you know, lies to, <laughs> to the trainers like, yeah, I feel great. You know, you know, put me back in there. So they sent me back to AAA and, you know, I was. So for young dudes, can we, because yeah. you also use this as an educational thing. Obviously, I feel like if you had to go back, would you would do a little bit different, right? Because like if someone young who's list, who's hurt listening to this, mm-hmm. they might be like, hey, okay, maybe I should make sure my shit's right before I go out there. Because yeah. everyone is so competitive. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and 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 I don't blame anybody that does that, but like, you yeah. know, I mean, just being smart and thinking back to it, I mean, um, you know, it wasn't good for myself. It wasn't good for the team, which is most important, and. You know, I I went over the month. You know, so obviously I'm not helping the team at all. Been there. Um, and and were you in pain? Like, were you, were you still feeling it all? Like how? Yeah, I mean, there was pain. You know, turning the corners. You know, swinging a little bit. But I think the most thing, the the, the most um, important thing was, was the thing that kind of uh, hurt the most was my confidence. 
You know, it, yeah. it, it's like I'm I'm forcing myself to get a hit because I'm like, okay, maybe they'll give me a September call up or whatever, right? I'm so I'm forcing, I'm forcing it, and and I'm chasing uh, hits. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm doing all that stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing. You know, so um, so yeah, you know, it was a learning experience for me, but you know, and then uh, after that, you know, played another what six years, you know, trying to trying to get back, you know, up the top of the mountain, but you know, of course, it didn't happen. But you know. I, I always tell people here, you know, I, everything happens for a reason, you know, and I know that sounds so freaking cliche, but it's so true. I mean, wouldn't have met my wife, wouldn't have had my daughter, you know, wouldn't have, you know, done this MLB China thing probably, you know, and, um, you know, everything happens for a reason and, and, uh, you know, just keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, it's funny, man. I, it is awesome. And, and I, I, like, when you talk about like everybody says it, you know, like these, these phrases that we, you can hear so often and it's almost like sometimes they can lose a little bit of meaning. But then when you hear somebody say something as like a, where, where, you know, they've really like lived it where, where like, even as you say it, it's like the words don't even really do it, but they are the right words. And, and you really lived that it's, it has a whole different hit to it. And, um, does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely, man. I don't know. That's, absolutely. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to sound too cliche, but I mean, I mean, experiences like that really kind of shape who you are, man. And, and it really does happen for a reason, man, you know, and I'm, I'm so glad mm-hmm. I've had this opportunity in China, you know, to help others get to where I couldn't get to, you know, and I know it's going to be that much sweeter you know, if one of our, 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 our Chinese kids, you know, get that opportunity to get to the big leagues, you know? Um, but like I said, I mean, I wouldn't trade this experience for anything. Cause I mean, Don knows Don's been over here. I mean, it's freaking awesome over here. I mean, the kids are unbelievable and, you know, I love the culture. I love living in China. You know, like I said, I met my wife over here, you know, we've got a little four-year-old. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it just makes, you know, it just makes you stronger, you know I mean? It, it, it makes you feel like you can overcome anything, any obstacle, any adversity, because, dude, I mean, I don't know what else, how worse it could get, you know, for us baseball players, right? I mean, we all chasing for that, that, that opportunity to get up there and, um, you know, for it to kind of just end that way or not get it that way, um, dude, you know, you feel like you can kind of handle anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, it sounds like you're still living, you're still winning a life, which is cool because, we we talked in this podcast about like some of the transitions for players from like playing to like the next step of their career or mm-hmm. life or whatever they kind of want to do. So that's that's an amazing story. It's just yeah. The, yeah. Can I China, also? I, I, what's up, Don? Excuse me. I got excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, what you got? I just I want. Kid? Is it my turn or do you want no, to go down? No, the dawn is talking. <laughs> okay, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, I was just going to say China in general. It was an amazing experience. And it was, yeah, the kids. I wanted to share a short story before I forget it, where I remember they got to wear shorts in a workout and they were super, super pumped. Like, I remember just <laughs> the pure joy of those kids when they were like, yeah, we're going to have a workout today in shorts, which Jay, Chang, I remember the like little bit of American flavor you brought over there, but like the intensity when you coached those kids was amazing. Right. 
which I love. <laughs> shout out. Quick shout out to the sensei over there. Just, yeah. Sliding, popping up, everything. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I do get a little intense with these guys. Maybe a little too much, too, too much intensity, but. No, nah, it's okay. I think if they learn it that way, they just know, hey, do the fundamentals. Absolutely. What you, you teach. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, Frank, what were you going to so, say, brother? Frank. Frank, I was gonna say something awesome. Am I am I am I out of the penalty box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had two minutes uh, for hooking. Thank you. Yeah, we're going. We're blending sports here. I mean, we do a lot on the show. Um, no, I just I wanted to say too. Like, what amazes me the most is how, like, given all of this, you also put yourself at like after all of that, which could completely crush people and and. But like you, you put yourself in a spot, especially with the Reds, like you put yourself in, you did everything you could and put yourself in a position to get that call up again. And, and in a lot of zones and a lot of people believe that you did earn that, you know, um, and you can't always control it. But I think that's impressive, too, and says a lot about you as a person, you know, both that you just the whole story and that after that, not only did you come back, but you came back and like you you did some things dude like you know what i mean like i'm I'm thinking especially that year in pensacola when i think i first got to meet you um yeah man it's just it 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 makes that more impressive and i didn't know um all of the details of the story but i mean yeah i i gotta i gotta i mean you are about as big league as it gets dude for me in terms of the person that you are and who i've gotten to hang with and 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 the character and add to it the way you play and have played it's it's impressive and then again like i said man like another uh, another cliche like controlling what you can control for you to be able to cruise through that and control what you can control enough to put yourself in those spots um to really have earned it in a lot of ways um i'm not wearing a hat and i don't have hair but like you know hats <laughs> off to you i appreciate it frank yeah man i mean yeah, dude. There's, there were i mean trust me there were a lot of you know man I'm done. You know, I quit moments, you know, throughout the next, you know, six years. I mean, especially, you know, Don, I know you were with me, you know, I, you know, I snuck onto the Phantom a few times and, you know, bouncing around up here and down there, whatever they needed something. But, you know, I, I think at, at the end of the day, I just, I always just kept telling myself, you know, I, I, I can't live with myself if I, if I quit for something like that, you know, and if, mm-hmm. as long as you have a uniform on, as long as you have a job, you know, there's a chance, you know, even if you are in the Phantom, I mean, shoot, you guys know, I mean, shit can change so freaking fast in the oh, game, man. My, you know, I mean, yeah. you, you could go from the Phantom far. to being a bench player and all of a sudden someone gets hurt. And now you're starting, and then you get hot, you know, and then who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, that's how, yeah. shit, that's how my yeah. career started really with San Diego. I mean, I was just a, you know, a tryout free agent dude that, you know, paying me no money, no investment in me. And then just started off as the backup to the backup to the backup. And all of a sudden, all these guys, you know, drop like flies and you get your chance. And then, you know, you get your Here two comes week. The sensei. Yeah, you get your two week, you know, yeah, you get your two week, you know, hitting streak and you, hot You streak. get on the heater. Yeah. You turn a couple <laughs> heaters around. You slide up the middle. I watched a couple of highlights of you from like fucking back in the day. Yeah, I dropped an F bomb too because he said, like, this is PG 13. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I got Ray Chang fucking sliding up the middle on his knees, spinning a 360, throwing it off his knees, 
I'm just getting up like nothing happened. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it looked like he had ice skates on on his knees. Like, okay, okay. We'll probably we'll probably pop those highlights on our Facebook page because we do have a we have a Facebook page. Oh, we do live the baseball podcast and an Instagram page, which is MTL underscore the baseball podcast. Yeah. Listen to this guy market. I Ray, know, man. Do you know anybody? Sneaky baby. This guy. Do you know anybody that can have they can sneak in these sponsored links so smoothly without? Okay. I mean, like I got an ear for That's it. our podcast. That was a phenomenal transition, Don. I'll give you props for that, man. Link. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're big league, baby. We're big league. <laughs> That's the big league podcast. No, I got up. Hey, I'm actually. <laughs> I was off by eight hours for this. So just so you and, know. And the dog in you still finds a way to make it happen. That's why we love you. Yeah, no, we um, got it. We got it. Hey, actually, Ray, this this might be a window. Um, yeah, like Don was talking about us us about the learning and and how much um, you know we hope the young players can kind of get from our little conversations, and also when we bring people on like like who've experienced as much as you have. One of the things that I remember talking with you about, and and just like I still I still will share, I still will share this, and I cite my source. Um, you know, cause the most respect, um, but like, can you give me a refresher on, you talked about being on the phantom and on and off the phantom DL. Could you just give me like a little insight into a couple different ways that you would prepare when you weren't the everyday guy, right? Like everybody finds their way to prepare as an everyday player, but like when you're not playing every day to still be ready and to still like you know, to, to process things and still get something out of the day. Um, do you remember that a little bit? Would you mind talking about that a bit? Yeah. I think, you know, early in my career when I was young, um, you know, the, I, I just remember always thinking to myself, you know, you know, you always got to outwork the person next to you, you know, the, 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 the starter that's ahead of you, you know, and just always continue to be prepared and ready for the moment when you do get a chance. I mean, as hard as that might, may sound, I mean, and there's days that, yeah, I, I took some days off because I just needed some, you know, some me time, I guess. Right. I mean, just, you know, feel sorry for myself time, whatever that might be, you know, but you know, the next day you just got to you deserve that time. You just got to get back on the horse, man, and just be in the cage. I mean, Don, you know, I, I, oh. to, to a fault, but you know, I was in that cage freaking, yeah. you know, before and after the game. I mean, it just, in six hundred balls. You were like the dawn two thousand eight rookie ball dawn <laughs> yeah, after a game sometimes. Yeah. Just hitting till your hands bleed. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. just 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 gotta be prepared, man. And then you know, and then the other thing is like, you know, one thing I I, I, I guess I learned about myself, you know, going through those times when I was young is being okay, you know, asking for help and being okay, you know, getting on the phone, you know, with mom, dad and you know, people that you care about and, you know, being able to talk because I, I think those, those moments right there really kind of help you get through it, you know, cause man, you guys know, man, it's, it's lonely. It's long seasons. Um, it's tough to get yeah. through, man. You'll, you'll, you'll play some, you know, your mind will play tricks. Especially if you're from another country possibly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your mind will play some serious tricks on you and, but, um, you know, I just, I just try, like I said, to stay focused and be ready and just do the extra man. I mean, I, I just felt like if I didn't do it, then I, I wouldn't feel satisfied going home that night. But then when, when I got older and then, 
you know, when I got onto like, you know, the Phantom, you know, um, knowing that I'm on there for a, a longer period of time. But when I got older, I felt like, you know, it was kind of my responsibility, um, you know, to be a better teammate, you know, to, to, to help out with the younger guys. And, you know, I spoke with a lot of, you know, former coaches, Alex Pelias and Pat Kelly, those guys, you know, about, you know, the, the interest of coaching when I'm done. And so I didn't really have any until I spoke to those guys about it. And, um, and so I kind of took more to it, you know, especially when I was on the Phantom or when I was in a backup role and, you know, really focusing on helping, you know, the younger guys, like, you know, the, you know, the Devin Lomans of the world and, you know, Zach Vincey's, you know, like just, just, just giving them everything that I got, you know, to help them out. Shout out to Vincey. I think he's, is he a AAA manager with Seattle? I think so, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, awesome. I, I'm not sure. Level, he, he did win it. He did win a championship. Yeah, he did. I did I see, see it on his Instagram, but, uh, but yeah, so but then also at the same time that you know knowing that I had to be be ready too, you know, and uh, but nice. you le- you learn a lot by you know teaching others, you know, and like by helping others, like and then it gives you a refresher, like oh shit, like oh yeah, I, you know I need to work that on my game too, or you know whatever it might be, and so yeah, it was kind of like tale of two halves of my career, you know, I guess one a little bit more, uh, I guess selfish, I guess, I mean just just got to be ready, got to be ready, always got to be ready, and outwork somebody and. The second half was more just, you know what, I got to, you know, be a better teammate, you know, and, and help some of these younger guys out, but then at the same time still be ready to go. Nice. And, and one of the things I remember specifically, and I might be misremembering, so if I'm making this up, I'm, I, I, I thank you for your patience with it, but I remember you saying something along the lines of, like, getting to the field, checking out the lineup, and, like, giving yourself a few minutes at your locker, whether you were in the lineup or not, and, like, giving yourself a bit before you got into the work to kind of like be like, all right, I'm playing. Let's get ready. Like to cool yourself down if there was that excitement or to kind of like dial yourself up on what, on what work you wanted to get done if you weren't and changing positions, you know, like I just, I remember that pause that you seem to find that pause. Does that sound, is that, am I making that up or is that? No, 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 you're, (laughs) you're, you're on the right track, buddy. Uh, Yeah. So it it was the book that I read when I was with the pirates and that's when I was like the backup to the backup to the backup. I mean, I had no (laughs) chance of sniffing, you know, the field and, and I remember I finally got my chance and I had read a book on a bus, like a seven hour bus ride. And I read something about an Olympian who, you know, prepared for four years for her, her time and of course she gets like deathly ill, just super sick. Right. And what she did was she sat in her locker before her, you know, match or whatever, wherever it was a run. And she's like, all right, I'm going to, in my mind, decide this is what I'm going to do with my eyes closed. And then when I count to three and as soon as I hit three and I'm going to snap my fingers and as soon as my fingers are snapped, I'm not sick anymore. I don't feel bad anymore. You know, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I just thought about with my eyes closed. I'm going to make that happen. Whether it's like, I'm going to go two for three, I'm going to make some diving plays or, you know, whatever it might be. And then I'm not sick at all. So when I finally got my chance, dude, I had the flu and I was like, you got to be shitting me. I finally get a chance to start a short and I was really sick. And then I, I did that. You know, I did, I, I, I tried what, you know, I read and, and dude, I, and I, and I went off that game. I think it went like four for five or whatever it might be. And, and that's kind of like the start of my career, you know, to be honest. And, and, um, um, and so then I started to do that, 
you know, throughout the rest of my career and pass it along to, you know, some other guys, you know, who, 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 who needed that, you know, who needed that mental preparation uh, for the game. Beautiful. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I even passed it Beautiful. along to my boys here too, you know, just, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old teenagers, you know, and, you know, they have uh, the attention span of this chair that I'm sitting in, you know, it's just trying <laughs> find a way to get them mentally more better, you know, better, better prepared for, for what they're doing. So. Yeah. And also like, especially these days, no matter what level you're at, like to be almost like flex or like, like be in tune with how flexible we can be in terms of roles, filling roles, right? Like that's a strength. Like there's a capability there that if you can tap into, it's pretty powerful to know that you can like, you know, find the opportunities even when they, you know, when they're not so easily available or noticeable. And, and that's, uh, that was something that I remember. I was like, Whoa, dude, I like, I felt like I felt like um, you taught, even though I wasn't playing at the time. I was I was I was like coaching, supposed to be able to help you out, which I knew I I knew pretty quick, thankfully, that that wasn't really the case. But but I cruise in. I'm like, dang, I got some that's some gold right there. You know, like I, I remember you hitting me with that and being like, dang, I feel like you just helped young Frank, even though I am <laughs> getting this after as, as old Frank. You know, like um, bro, you helped so me out was, so much throughout cool those one. times, man. I mean, I I, I even brought the knock over to China. Yeah. It's obviously yeah. not, <laughs> it's not called Knox over here. We call it Anda, which means base hit, but uh, Anda. It's, Anda. it's got the same purpose. But yeah, I told him, I told him oh. exactly the, 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 the stories that you told me and, you know, you Love just, knocks are not just, you know, base hits, right? They're everything that you do in life. There's life knocks. There's Hell life yeah, knocks. bro. Frank drops some Hell in there. Yes. There's trash knocks. Anda. You pick up trash. Yeah, I need you. <laughs> yep. Hey, trash knocks. Yep. Hey, trash knocks are 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 always available. I also really like nature knocks. Nature knocks are big ones. You know, just it's like a it's a funny thing because that that little shift of recognizing and it's it's hard because we'll we'll forget. So I I appreciate that. I also really I love the um anda. I, I like that. Like you get I'm it. Not, yep. You get, you get some. You get it. You get some things in some different languages, man. All of a sudden, we're really cooking. So. <laughs> I also I wanted to put some out in the universe. I fucked up. Yep, another F bomb. I think I said you are a second guest. Um, you are third. I apologize. Apologize to the turkey because we had Mr. Todd Fraser on, first guest, I believe. Selfie the turkey. Oh yeah, oh, he shared his story through, through his high school, college, his injuries, his rehab, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. What and a I'll beauty, say, Steve Selfie, man. Freaking a. Yeah, love that kid. Anyways. <laughs> you are you are the magic three, Chang, our third guest. <laughs> you were also the first. You were also talked about before and in between every guest so far too. So like, I, I hope that doesn't end after you're actually on here with us. I feel like we should continue to talk about when when Ray's yeah. going to come on. No matter. All right, all right. I like yep, that. Yep. <laughs> uh, next one, I want to move into. We'll keep this one short. I wanted to just ask you about your experience because you just recently in the last World Baseball Classic, you faced the crazy Mr. Shohei Otani Oof. representing China, playing China against Japan. Was it in Japan? It was in Japan in the Tokyo. In Dome. Japan. Yep. Uh, I got one question to that. Whoa. First of all, did you get to two strikes? <laughs> I did, unfortunately. Oh. So, okay. Well, yeah. What we wanted to do is our, I wanted, or Frank and I, we wanted to, just, we kind of like to talk about advanced two-strike approaches. So yeah. 
let's see how pro you are in this podcast thing. If you can lead your experience from facing Shohei and then into like a educational two-strike hitting approach thing for our young audience. Oh dang! I mean, I, first of all, don't watch my two strike approach against Otani. That's yeah, that's not. Always. Talk us through the whole at bat. The experience, like just from walking up to the box, seeing him on the mound, and just walking, like talk someone who hasn't been to a big league game or someone who hasn't faced Joe or Otani. What that experience was like? Well. The, the one thing I told myself is not to look at him at all when I'm walking up there. Cause I knew if <laughs> I knew if I did, you know, I would be starstruck. Um, and yeah, also yeah. not to look so, in the stands. There's the first pro tip. First yes. Goal. Yes. Awesome. And then don't look in the stands cause there's light bulb flashes from cameras everywhere. And, um, but dude, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, I wasn't even supposed to play. I was the coach. I was a hitting coach for the team. And all of a sudden <laughs> halfway through <laughs> training, they're like, Hey, uh, you know, I guess they realized they, they, they need an extra bat or something. So I I want to play. This is amazing. This is amazing. So from hitting coach to, hey, dude, you got to go face Shoei Otani. Yeah. Like, dude seven, just signed a $700 million contract. Go, seven go years removed from playing. I'm not there. You know. Love that. I, you know, out of shape. Uh, so anyway. Did I, you I, play the field or the age? Well, Dean Trainer, the manager, wanted me to play third base. And then uh, I hurt my arm <laughs> throwing a ball. <laughs> third, third exhibition game into it. And I was like, Dean, I'm sorry, man. I can't. So, yeah. so I DH'd. I DH'd all four games. Awesome. And, uh, just so you know, Chang, just so you know, I still game. I, do, I did play MLB The Show. And yeah. I put you on my Diamond Dynasty team. You were DHing on my Diamond Dynasty team. Dude, I'm, oh, I was you. a little offended by some of the scoring on 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 my profile, man. What I mean, I was like <laughs> a, I was like a fifteen on like speed. I mean, like I wasn't that damn slow. I mean, they must have read the scouting report. I'm <laughs> active seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still right. very signable on Team Lutz, though, and he's, he's world class. <laughs> very signable. <laughs> Good base Sorry, running. This educational tip. Educational time. tip. You could be a great base runner with speed fifteen. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're getting. Yeah, at. Exactly. But um, but dude, it was um, dude. He's worth every penny of that freaking contract. I mean, he first fastball hundo. You know, up 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 of my letters, and um, <laughs> you know, I got down one two, and I'm thinking, you dude, you know, approach. yeah, I'm thinking like he's gonna throw me a fastball. You know, I mean, I'm you know, just a, a China hitter, whatever. Right. And, um, throws me the sweeper and it looked like, Respect. dude, it looked like it, it came from 10 feet from behind me. It was unbelievable. And then it came right back in the zone. I, I didn't sway. I looked, walked back in the dugout. I knew, I knew it was right down the middle, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it was an absolute freaking honor to, to be able to say that I had a chance to face him. You know, um, yeah. I was a little disappointed oh, because I didn't put the ball in play or didn't didn't put a good swing on him. You know, because I've been cool to to do something right. But so, uh, why did you turn on the first one? Did you think he's going to throw you off speed? Dude, I, I I was I was cheating fastball. Don't and tell I, me you took the Ray Chang auto check swing first. No, dude, I I, I was hunting and <laughs> cheating fastball, and I fouled yeah. it. To the first base dugout. <laughs> <I was, laughs> day and a half later, uh, it was awful. Oh man, I love it. I love it, dude. I hadn't seen a fastball like that in a long time. But dude, I don't think I've ever seen a fastball like that. But um, yeah, 
But anyway, back to the, like the two strike, man. I mean, I mean, real quick story. I mean, I, I, two strike approach was something that changed like me in my career offensively. Um, I didn't really have an approach for a long time. I didn't really think about it. Um, I had a terrible mentality towards a two strike approach. And then, uh, our, my hitting coach of the Red Sox, you know, really helped me develop one. And, um, but before we got to the two strike approach, he's like, you know, you know, BP, I'm always like trying to first couple of rounds work the other way, which is great. But I mean, I would try to do, do anything, everything possible, hit a ball oppo. And he's like, man, you know, you know, what do you do best? Right. I'm like, you know, honestly, I, I pull the ball pretty well. I like pulling the ball. And he's like, then why do you do that more during BP? And I'm like, well, good point. Right. So now I'm working on more, you know, hitting the ball more and let driving the, the ball. gap, right. Yeah. Driving the ball. So, um, so then that ended up being my approach, which was I'm looking middle, middle in, you know, at early in the count and just being sure that I'm able to catch up and put my body in the right position, and hit that pitch because I mean, I'm, we're facing 95 every day now. And, but I ended up taking that into my two strike approach, which was, I'm still looking middle, middle in, which it goes against a lot of philosophies out there. I know, but I'm still looking middle, middle in. But no, you don't have to apologize is, for your two-strike approach. The world <laughs> is about to learn. But, We're gonna have everyone hitting with everyone's catching up to you, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's but catching like, up to wait. speed. 15. I can't wait to hear this. I can't wait to hear this. So Me I'm too, man. I'm on. Play again. I'm probably gonna use your two-strike approach. I'm gonna fuck up so many hitters after after the hitters. But, <laughs> Let's anyway. go. But I'm looking middle, middle in, and I'm. But the kicker is, I'm I'm looking to hit that pitch up the middle. So I'm not looking middle, middle in to hit a ball to left field or left center. I'm looking to hit that ball up the middle, which that helps me stay back if a curveball is thrown or if an off speed or if a fastball away is thrown. I'm still able to stay back, keep my hands back, keep my body back, and hit that ball the other way. But you know how it goes. There's so many times, oh, two, you know, you're looking in between or you're guessing, all of a sudden he throws that fastball right down the middle. You're not ready for it. So when I by looking middle, middle in – and being ready for that, it puts my body in a good position and my timing, you know, right to be able to hit that, you know, fastball, you know, at 95, 96, if he tries to bust that in and I'm ready for it. But like I said, mm-hmm. I'm trying to hit that pitch middle, which helps me keep everything closed off. You know, my shoulders closed, my hips closed to be able to stay back and still hit that, you know, the off speed or the pitch away. And so I ended up doing that for the rest of my career, and it helped me out tremendously. I mean, it, it, it like I said, it changed my game around. It changed my offense around. You know, I started hitting for more power um, and just striking oh, out less, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of, you know, and, and a lot of guys, they'll say, you know, hey, move up in the box, move closer, you know. But for me, it didn't work for me because – you know, you always train in the in the cage, you know, whether that's front toss or, you know, overhand BP or BP, you know, you train to stand in the same spot that you do in the game, right? So you're training your eyes to be... Yeah, you, I call yeah. it like strike zone awareness. That way you know what pitch, it, if it's there, exactly. it's a ball. Exactly, yeah. You're training that in the cage to prepare for the game. So if I'm moving around in the box, well, that changes what my what I think is an inside pitch or what I think is a pitch, you know, pitch on the black on the outside corner, you know, that changes everything completely, you know? And so, um, I didn't like to do that. I just stuck with what my OO or my two O or my three, one approaches, which is, Hey, I'm going to find a fastball. Yeah. Middle, middle in, 
but but hit that up the middle. So if I'm a tick early, hey man, I'm driving that ball in the left center field gap. If I'm a tick late, my body's still in a good position where I'm driving the ball in the right center field gap. Um, so then, anyway, I, that two strike approach ended up being my OO approach because I remember yeah, that's earlier, what I was going to ask. Yeah, so my, my so early in my butter. career, dude. Like you know, I spit on a you know a nasty you know one OO pitch, and I spit on a nasty one O pitch do such a good job of getting a 2-0 and I'm like, all right, salivating up there, getting big. I'm trying to hit this ball 500 feet and I get myself out. Right. And so from 2010 Whoa. on, when I, when I, when I made that adjustment or I had, I developed a two strike approach. Um, I took that into my regular OO approach or every, every count approach and choked up a little bit. And that's exactly what I did. And it worked. Yeah, yeah. So, you remember it might be far-fetched, your story about your second homer in the game when you thought you got called up, or you actually got called up to the big league. Yeah, yeah. Did you say it was a one-two inside heater? Yep, yep, one-two inside. So this is, this, you want to do $20,000 worth of tires with this advanced <laughs> two-strike approach, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, like I said, I just developed that approach in 20, 2010 and, and 2011. That's when I had my best offensive year. I mean, I... You know, like I yep. said, they both times you try to sneak it by me, but I felt like even if he threw me an off speed there in both at bats, I could still, you know, yeah, stay you can on. Sit it. back a little bit. Yeah, I could still stay. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be out in front and off speed every once in a while anyway. So I mean, but at least if your hands are back, you know, you, you'll be able to you'll be able to fight and grind. But but like I said, you try yep. to sneak a 90 mile per hour fastball by me inside, and you know, you know, sorry about it. <laughs> uh, I just thinking about this, hearing you talk about this bringing up some good memories. I think next time we're together somewhere on the same continent, we should get together and take a couple rounds of BP. Absolutely. Just throwing it out there. Absolutely. Just throwing it out there. I freaking love Just it, asking man. asking for a friend. And then that sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe we could get Big Al to throw. Oh, yeah. that would be amazing. Shout out also, to big, earlier. Shout out to Big Al. Yeah, best yeah, BP big, in minor league baseball, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Big yeah. Al. I, I feel like we I, should have a segment in honor yeah, of you, Big Al, because, you, you, uh, I mean, he comes up every time, and he's a great But 2014, I think Pensacola, PK might have been our manager. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Yep. So, um, I, j just real quick, I got, tell us in a one-liner, two-liner, what was it like <laughs> to play all nine positions? Oh, nice. <laughs> it was, uh... It was like you were uh, about to retire. It was, was that it? Did you tell him you're going to retire, or was well, you just like, "Hey, you deserve this"? Well, first of all, I was a hungover. Um, it was the last, <laughs> yeah, it was the last yeah, game of nice. the year, and I uh, didn't <laughs> think I was getting in there one bit. And oh, nice. and uh, PK brings me into his office, like, "Ray, man, you're the veteran guy here. I'll give you an opportunity to make a decision. You want to sit the bench for the last game, or do you want to go play all nine? And, you know, like I said, I was, I wasn't feeling too hot, but I'm like, dude, I can't pass up this opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> Good for you. So start at first. You base. felt like the Olympian. You're like, you snapped your fingers after two seconds. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah it's gone. <laughs> Took a nice cold shower, ready to go. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I mean, I'm so lucky I didn't get a ball the entire time. I mean, I worked my way around the infield from first base to third, and then when the outfit didn't get a single ball, not even a you know, not even a first base, like a like a ground ball thrown to me. And then the baseball gods were fucking yeah. I was on my side, yeah. and then I caught Zach Weiss. I'm sure, you guys know that name. Ooh. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, Zach Weiss with no cup on, and uh, oh, I'm side saddling oh, everything. I'm putting what? the old number one down every single time. Oh, so for whoever uh, was listening, what he he's was like nasty. probably 93, 96. Oh, something. yeah, easy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Man, and heavy. Chang is catching without a cup. No cup. No cup. Yeah. So, not yeah. wise. Not wise. Learn, <laughs> learn from our teammates. Sometimes yeah. we learn what not to do. Yeah, not don't, wise. don't, yep. yeah. All the young fans out there, don't do that. That was silly. Hey, that uh, had to be nice, though, to do it with Weiss. Like, you can't find, it's hard to find a, a, a better guy, you know, and like a fun dude who would be able to, you know, because that's tough. Like, you're, you, that's still someone's yeah, career. He's, he's still like, competing. He's yeah. competing. Yeah. And, but yeah. then, but then he, he's somebody well, he like, probably that's, that's a fun three. dude. To, yeah. Yeah. He's nasty. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm happy I didn't get it. I have to catch a curveball. And he just threw all heaters. And of course, one, two, three. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any foul balls off the net? Like, what, how, how, tell me that. Like, nothing. Yeah, that that's, a big, that's a big, big cost. Nothing. Not even like a swing and miss. It was just, it was like a ground ball, a fly ball, and something else. I can't remember. But I mean, it happened so fast. And, um, but no, no foul tips, no yeah. nothing. Yeah, you I got guess. taken care of, man. I did. You pitch as well. I did. So yeah. So the last thing I pitched, and were you on that team, Don? I was there, dude. I was there. You remember Billy? I think I was there. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton yeah. was playing center that day. Was it before September? I think we got called up in September, but I think we were there for the last one. Were you? Because I remember okay. it was amazing. Yeah. I gotta check. I gotta check. But yeah, uh, you know, pitched. Yeah, you know, through my sidearm, you know, one seamer. And uh, <laughs> one for two quick outs, and then this guy just hammers this ball to center, and there goes Billy, just putting on the Jets man, and, and tracks this ball down, and, and you know left center field wall, and uh, it was so cool, man. Yeah, uh, walked off. Probably he probably he probably learned from you and and from your inning in center, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> but. Uh, Oh, it was it was a great day, and, and and I went three for four, you know, and that it just it was it was so oh, awesome, yeah. man. It was it, what a what a cool day. So I'm yeah. Shout out to PK the, for giving me that chance. Yeah, the Papa awesome. Bear dude, All he time. gets many many shout outs in this podcast. Yeah, love his love his ejections. Oh yeah, got some of the be- better ones out there. Yeah, yeah. He and he. Next can up. I tell a quick? Can I tell a small PK? Do we have time, Don? Yeah, of course. It'll be oh, quick. Let's see if I can do it under two minutes. PK, so having him as a as a player and then getting to see him from the coach side was really amazing because like he could let he could let you have it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he he got me a couple of times and I still remember some lessons that he got me with. And again, oh, yeah. going back to like that intensity, like that intensity when it's in tune with the game and, and it comes from the place that I believe it came from I, is valuable. But he um I got to see when, when, while coaching, I was in town and he, he basically came in and he very calmly goes in the coach's office and very calmly goes, Hey, I, uh, yeah, I think they need a little something. So I'm going to, I'm thinking of giving them, giving them a little something. Um, anything you guys want to add, anything you want me to put in there? Um, and like super, super under control, ask the coaches, pitching coach, hitting coach, strength guy, you know, if there was anything they wanted him to put into his, explosion on the team like i didn't really know what was happening but it, but it basically it was like anybody need anything anybody need me to add anything because i think i'm gonna i'm gonna shake him up a bit and then you know it was all good he goes in there and then like going from super calm you know asking these people you know what they wanted to add he just unloads on them 
And the players didn't know yes. that he was chill. Like he, and it's just like, it was like, oh my, like there's an art to doing this. Like there's a total different deal. If you just let the emotions take, you know, if, if it's an emotional deal where it's about you or if it's really like, no, this is calculated. And this is, this is more, you know, to kind of be heard and to, to get, shake things up. I, I just thought it was so cool. That dude's savvy and range of how he can do his job blows my mind. He's the man, dude. So, yeah, he, he blew us up one day in Pensacola, and it was great. I mean, trash can into the showers. I mean, ooh, uh, it was phenomenal. But but he freaking – he ruined his whole speech at the end there. And and I, I'm, I'm sorry, PK, if you're listening, man. But uh, he's like, you know, if you want to cry about it, then – that and then and he's, he couldn't catch his word. You don't know what to say. He's like, then, 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 then then go buy a fucking dog. And then he walks out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. You know, <laughs> he did so great for 15 minutes, you know, and all of a sudden drops go buy a fucking dog. Blow I'm like, what? He didn't, he's got he's to get your Olympian book and, and read about how to stick a landing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. But he's a man. That's he is awesome. a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, I want to ask, we're getting – close to time but um i know frank probably has one more thing i wanted to be like hey chang if you had to give one piece of fielding advice to be a fielding master to like a younger player male or female don't matter what would it be just like one to like maybe simplify the game Man. like beginner level beginner level it's got to be the one i gave you right don at first base in spring training Oh, just put the glove there. Hope the ball goes in. Don, Don's freaking out, man. He's like, I don't know how to do this. Me, how do I catch ground balls? Like, Don, just watch the ball and then put the glove where you think the ball is going to go. That's all you got to do. True story. True story. The best is hearing. The best is hearing you tell that, Ray. And then what's amazing, like, because it's genius. It's gold. Yeah, and I mean, then, keep it and simple. then, but it. And and then and then also like knowing that we've had on this Don has told that story on this podcast and the total different feel of when Don's telling it like it, then you're you're just kind of like whoa this is like this is like super special and then when you hear it from the source it's like it's got that it's, it almost sounds like a joke which is why it's even more gold this is amazing but Don's reaction at a- that time was the best he he made me feel like that was the best advice anybody's ever given him you know. It was, it was, it was. I use that. I still teach that to kids. I'm like, dude, put your glove there. Like, obviously, you got to do the footwork. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, be smooth. Just, just let it hang, and it'll go in. Keep, <laughs> keep the wrist loose. Put your glove where you think it's going to go. Yeah. I got, I got a bigger first base glove, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and yeah, then you got more space though. where it could go. Yeah, exactly. No, but all seriousness, no, but, like, I – I, I think I think the biggest thing, and, and I went through this, is um, you know you obviously as an infielder you got to work on your craft, right? Go through all the you know the boring you know fun- functional training stuff, you know, with your hands, with your feet, all that stuff. But but you also got to you also have to have your own identity as a player. You know, I think you know I mean you guys watched me catch ground balls. I was really unorthodox, right? But I had a coach back in 2010 said, "Hey, look, man, you're trying to get to the big leagues, and you, you got to make the routine play." So you know, you got to look the part, you know, you got to make the fundamental routine plays routine. But, you know, one thing as I was going through that, pro- you know, I can't catch like the guy standing next to me or the guy to my right or guy to my left. You know, I can't do that. I have to catch the ball with one hand. You know, I feel comfortable that way. But 
you got to make the routine plays routine, you know, don't look too flashy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I, I tell all my guys here, it's like everybody has their own unique style. And, uh, you know, put in your craft, put in your work, you know, get your job, job done, do your one-hand stuff, your short hop, you know, all those footwork. But don't lose, you know, your own identity on how you, you know, how you catch the ground ball or how you go about, you know, catching a ground ball. Um, because, you know, you don't want to be someone that you're not. And then I'll go all of a sudden out there, you lose that confidence in catching ground balls or you don't feel comfortable, whatever that might be. Um, but yeah, I, I would say in a nutshell, that's kind of my, um, you know, advice to younger guys, you know, work on your game, you know, be prepared. But like I said, you know, know who you are as an infielder, develop your identity because everybody has their own identity, you know, especially those top, you know, field and infielders in the big leagues, you know, they all have their unique style. So. Awesome. Awesome. Very good stuff. Good. Yeah, that's amazing stuff. Um, Frank, do you have anything else on fielding? For, for change? Yeah, I Or mean... do you have another I, question in general? I, I could. Um, <laughs> I could. You know what? No, I, I got a question for you. I'm, I'm real interested in, in a little bit of that pre-pet, like in the same line, right? Of doing the work, but then keeping your style. Like a pre-pitch kind of deal like the rhythm as you're you're syncing up with the pitcher as the ball's crossing home i feel like that's one where it can be taught and it can really like that is a big style thing and there's a lot of ways to do it can, would you mind just talking about yours as a player and then maybe a little bit about how you how do you do you even teach it or is that something you let guys find on their own um uh Yeah, I guess a little bit of both. I mean, and then depending on what position you play, like, you know, when I was a shortstop, you know, for the first seven, eight years of my career, obviously a shortstop, you have, you know, more time, you know, to, to read the hop, you know, to see the ball, you know, so I was a little bit more kind of upright. I was athletic, but I was a little bit more upright. And, you know, I did, I did the, you know, the left, right mini hop. I like the mini hop because when you're just going left, right or right, left, you know, whenever that last foot lands, you're kind of landing 60, 65% on that leg. So you want to be able to go left, right, you know, as equally quick or equally fast in both directions. So I like to add that mini hop. And that also helps me, you know, if my timing's just a little bit off of my final step, you know, that mini hop allows me to kind of sync up with that when that ball crosses home plate. Now, when I'm at third base or first base, ball's going to be coming a little bit hotter. Uh, I'm wider and I'm lower and I'm doing less. So I'm literally just there in, a, in, in that wide position and then just mini hop. I'm not doing any left, right. And then my gloves down, you know, just, just, just to be ready for that, you know, that laser beam, you know, that Don hits, you know, so, um, so yeah, that, that's pretty, but, um, you know, practice that shit in freaking BP, man, you know, don't take that Next. stuff for granted. I mean, even like if it's not in your vicinity, like even playing third base and it's a foul ball, to the first base dugout, take a step over there. That doesn't take, you know, that, that doesn't take very much work. You know, take a it's, step it's over there. It's also about timing and rhythm, right? Like yeah. It's not just seeing the ball off the bat. That's also like exactly. The exactly. Yeah. Hey, man, that one, that yeah. one, for those of you, like, for the kids, that's a write-down <laughs> one for me because it's yeah. so easy to let BP go. And if you're doing that, it's one of those things. I mean, that one, the X, could you say that again, please, about the, the BP and taking the step? Because, I mean, that's when that opens the game up for me. That changes the whole idea of what you're getting out of a play. Yeah, exactly. During BP, you know, when you're catching balls live off the bat, you know, even if it's not in your vicinity, even you're playing shortstop and the ball gets hit to the right field line, you know, take a step over there, you know, because go with the ball, you know, like Don said, instincts, you know, reaction. But, 
you know, it, and, and, and that part of it, and that part of it though, that's where you develop your instincts. You know, like you talk to some mm-hmm. of the, the best infields out there, like they never get a bad hop and they, they're always in the right place. It's because, you know, yes, they're looking at the catcher signs, but they understand hitters. They understand as a pitch is going to home plate, you know, is it sinking, is it cutting, you know, what's the swing look like? I mean, it's all about instincts of where that ball is going to be hit next. Um, and so, but you develop that shit in BP, you know, you see that stuff. And then, you know, it's, it's, it, it's hard to teach and it's hard to like translate that to somebody. It, it's something. It's like someone really has to want it. Or someone who has to be looking for the extra edge. Yeah. Yeah. On like, how can I make this a little easier? Exactly. Like we always grow up saying like, man, that guy never gets a bad hop or shit. That guy gets to everything. Well, there's a reason why he does. There's a reason <laughs> why funny. he does. You know. That's that's funny. That that line has never crossed my mind. <laughs> I, 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 I was just like, knock, knock it down. Oh man, pitches, that's beautiful, Don. Don't hit it to my forehead. Do not hit it on the left side. But yeah. Somebody anyway, just, yeah. BP, man. BP is the, the key. So. Yeah. No, awesome. that's awesome. That's amazing. Um, Frank, you got anything else? You got another question? No, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. And, um, and also, <laughs> like, are, are we good on I mean, Yeah, I got We go all give, day. Give me one I, more, and I'll sneak in a little, because I wanted to talk about uh, Chang. I don't know if I told you, I'm starting a brand, uh, currently in the process of creating some batting gloves. Oh. And I've got a couple shirts, et cetera, oh. but... Yeah, I'm, a, I'm thinking about diving down the batting glove lane a little more because I love baseball. But, um, yeah. I love I, it, man. I'll be your first customer in China, dude. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get you a pair. Only, only if you use them wisely, though. Absolutely. Wait, yeah. wisely? How would that what, – what's, what's considered wisely? If you ever use them, you're probably going to hit the ball a little harder. You've got to be aware of the juice. Right. Yeah, like you don't want to hurt people. So. Hey, real quick. I got a really quick story. So Don comes over to China yeah. and helps me out, man, as an envoy coach. And uh, we're playing in the Nanjing Summer League. And uh, we kind of spice it up a little bit with two teams. We're like, you know what? We'll give you an incentive. You get to use Don as a pinch hitter. One time per team. So you got to use it wisely. When are you going to use it? I was coaching third for the whole game. <laughs> Don That's comes amazing. up for one of the teams, and we got this kid named Timmy, and he's throwing, oh. you know, he's throwing Dang. 78 to 80 poo right Dang. down the middle. And With uh, movement. No movement. No movement. I'm running down. I'm trying. Team. I'm trying to. There was, two, there was two runners on base, and the team was like, yo, Don, Don, come hit. I'm like, cool. So I literally just run over from the third base coach's box in my turfs, a little helmet. Some kid throws me like a 30-inch bath or something. Like, it was like a toothpick. And I don't know if it was first. I think it was first pitch. Let's just say it was first pitch for, for the story. But he lays one in there for, at 80 miles, and Don hits the farthest ball I've ever seen hit in China. It was unbelievable. I mean, the the legend of Don Lutz, I mean, came true in China. I mean, it, it was, I mean, it was so far. You remember that guy who landed on the basketball Dude, course over there? I have it. I have it on video. I've got to pop it on on the Facebook. Program. Oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's, we did get that. It's on video. loud. Yeah, yeah, it was loud. I. 
it, I felt so bad for the kid sort of after my bad flip, after I watched it. I was oh, <laughs> such a wrong message. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I'm so disrespectful to the game. And oh. I, I felt so bad on the inside. But just based on it was sort of a fun. It like, felt good, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. Then the next team, they get a chance to like tie up the game. That I come in down, we're gonna pinch hit, and I ended up striking out. Yeah, the and legend, the, the legend, the were, officially it was over. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a quick the legend. The kids were so upset. They like they looked at me. They're like, "No way, you just struck out!" Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, you hit a three run bomb for the other team to win it, and you struck out for us. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh so, man, anyway. good old times, Donnie. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, Frank. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, give us one more. Give us yeah, one, one more question. Yeah. All right, Ray. One more this, question, this and then I would like you to talk about your song, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Um. So my last question, Ray. It's kind of an odd one, but it's something I've been sort of feeling out and exploring for myself. And I'm I'm just kind of interested in, given the ranges of experiences, like we got to hear a lot as a player and hearing hearing you know, in the coaching mode, now you're shifting, you know, shifting roles and, and you've, you've been involved with the game in a lot of ways. I'm just, I'm interested in like, in where, where you're at with your relationship with the game right now, you know, um, it's something that I, at least for me, as I've explored it, I feel like it's something that every, it's like a connecting point with anybody who's tried to play the game. And a lot of people have, and you're a part of spreading that to more people, which I think is cool, more connection points um, between humans, you know, when we're playing these games and um, just kind of, if you wouldn't mind trying, I know it's kind of out there, it's a little broad, but like, can you describe a bit of your relationship with the game, given all that we've gotten to hear and that you shared today and, um, and, and where you're at? Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the toughest things, Frank, you know, going from a player to, uh, a coach was, you know, as a player, you're kind of focused on yourself, right? I mean, that's just kind of the the nature of it. You know, minor league baseball, you're trying to get up there, move fast up in the in the ranks. And, you know, when I went to coaching, uh, I didn't have much of a transition. It was literally from the final game, the WBC in 17, to China as a coach, you know. And the one thing you realize is that, man, you know, you spent a whole life focusing on yourself to all of a sudden you got 100 kids you know, looking for your leadership and guidance, you know, and, and you have so much, so many more responsibilities, but you know, the fact that I'm able to do it here in China where my parents were born, you know, obviously my roots, um, being able to play for team China, um, I, you know, I've developed such a, a love for the game over here and Man, dude, I don't know. I, I wanted the big leagues really bad, but I, I really, really want to see China baseball, you know, be a powerhouse and develop and see a kid go to the big leagues. I mean, I yeah, I love it, man. You know, I and I can't lie. You know, the last few years of you know pro ball, you know, I, I didn't say I I develop a, a hate for it. I mean, I I, I love the game, but you know, it, it's, it's tough, man. It's a grind, you know, it's a grind and you get older and you, Dude, you start... after the story, after your story, like you must've had a lot of mileage, the <laughs> knees, the elbow, <laughs> you know, when you, when you get like an old, mm -hmm. like, 
this is no disrespect. I love dogs. I'm going to compare you to a dog with a D-A-W-G. <laughs> like the older golden retriever, you know, like a little gray hair, you know, the, the joints start aching. So yeah. You had a lot of mileage. I wouldn't call it hate. The things you went through, like I said, man, there's, I think everyone respects it because it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do. Yeah. It was a yeah. grind. It was a grind. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, but you know, but then, you know, coming over here with these kids and you know, how, how much different they, 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 they react to certain things and, you know, there's sponges over here. They just want to learn and work, you know, without the, without some of the distractions that you kind of, you know, the kids get here, uh, in the States and, you know, and how much, you know, they, they want it and they, 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 um, you know, you want to see them succeed, succeed. It really gave me kind of a, you know, a jumpstart or, you know, just, you know, a little bit of more juice, I guess, you know, uh, with the game, you know, just made me love it even more. Um, you know, they gave me that energy, you know, and, and now you're part of something pretty big, you know, and trying to, like I said, you know, influence the game and, you know, make, you know, put bats and balls into the young kids' hands and never, never swung a bat before, never thrown a baseball before. And, you know, trying to help these kids over here in Palm Springs, you know, get an opportunity to play. Um, dude, it's awesome, you know, and I love it. And I love this part of it. I love the coaching side of it. I love the, the mentoring yeah. uh, sometimes. For, yeah. for our listeners also, yeah, I, I slacked in the intro. Ray Chan, he runs he runs like MLB China at the moment. I think you're in the states with a couple of players playing some tournaments, getting guys some like American experience. So just so people know, I apologize. I didn't say that at the beginning. <laughs> you're good, Don. But thank you. Yeah. So yeah, it's been I'm great. a little, I'm a little, I'm a little frustrated, Don. But I'll get over it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We're feuding. <laughs> Big time feud. Yeah. No, that's beautiful, Ray. And and I. I think it's cool. Like that's kind of my favorite part of it is when you got that kind of love for, for, for a game, you know, for the, for the craft and for the game overall. And you are expressing that after all the things that, that you've gotten to experience, like all, the whole range of it, right. The, the amazing fun stuff and, and like the, the pretty brutal stuff, right. Like that's, I feel like that's where the love is, is when you get the complete picture, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, you're and, absolutely and that's, right. uh, I appreciate that. And, and also like Don and I have talked a bit about like this idea from about like kind of inspired by some old coaches of like similar to these, the big old trees, right? These huge trees that mm. are, are getting as tall as they can get, you know, almost so that when their time standing is done. Like when they fall, like they can give as many nutrients back to the soil and, and to the animal, like the whole the kind of ecosystem, those, those redwoods. And so, bro, I, I like, I get goosebumps just getting to talk with you again. And, and you're as, you're as much of that kind of redwood, you know, enriching the, the soil of the game as I have ever gotten to come across, dude. And um, from what you've done and what you're still doing, like, big like huge thank you and um it's pretty special dude i i uh, i'm grateful grateful to know you uh, i appreciate it guys yeah and like i said thank yeah, you man. for for getting me on here man i i freaking love you guys man and it's it brings back a lot of memories talking to you guys so hope uh hope we get to meet in person again you know one of these days soon i'm sure i'm sure yeah and don uh yeah, i don't know if i should be saying this but thanks for the uh the scouting report in wbc if you know what i mean 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Jag Jag hit me up, bro. Jag said, yo, give me a scouting report. I was like, nah, bro. Nah, I'm trying to play for Australia. I'm trying to represent Australia. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. I should, yeah. Love it. Love it. Nice But one. it didn't matter, nice obviously, because they absolutely destroyed us. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we, we talk about always getting an edge. Like I said, you, you look at, like, the pictures. You, you try to get edges that... Baseball is a funny game, man. Everyone's trying to get an edge. But at the end of the day, when you're in the box, man, I don't know. I feel like it's just you against the pitcher anyways. Exactly. A lot of stuff goes out the window. Got to find a way. Got to find a way. Yeah, man. But we wanted to say thanks, like I said, for our <laughs> listeners. Appreciate it again. Uh, check us out on socials. We're on Facebook, Moving Through Life, the Baseball Podcast. And on Instagram, it's MTL. The baseball podcast, and then, um, yeah, just want to say thanks, Jerry, for taking your time. It was amazing, love catching up, like I said, a lot of good memories. And yeah, I think I could have done this show for 20 hours, there's so mm -hmm. much to catch up on. But, um, yeah, after this, I also wanted to ask Frank for quick to share a few words about the song we're popping in here. And yeah, for me, that's it from my end. Thank you, Frank Chang. If you guys got anything shoot it out thanks boys great catching up with you guys yeah it was an honor Ray and um, yeah I guess the song the song was from a few days ago I, I had found this awesome little bamboo flute from a thrift store in Ventura I was like walking by it was in the window and I like kind of cruised in I'm like hey what we got for that and then um, so I grabbed it and it's um, and I basically kind of just played around, tried to make a few sounds and um, and 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 the song that you're going to hear is sort of what happened. So layering that with with a few strings and some different things. So uh, hope you enjoy. And um, again, Ray, man, thank you very much for for joining us and uh, and for all you do and the ways you do it. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Uh, for our listeners, we'll see you. Enjoy the song, and we'll see you in episode 22. Deuces.